Hello, and welcome to the Reselling Report podcast for today, Wednesday, July 29th, 2020. I'm your host, Anne Eckhart, and every weekday I upload the Reselling Report to update you on the day's retail and e-commerce news, including the latest from eBay, Amazon, Etsy, and Poshmark. Whether you're listening on YouTube or your favorite podcast site, make sure you are subscribed. And now let's get on with today's show. Well, happy Wednesday, everyone, halfway through the week. And can you believe the month is almost over? Like seriously, it is almost August. Where is time going? It's crazy. A little heads up for those of you who like to do retail arbitrage to maybe send into FBA specifically or sell anywhere online. Or if you're just looking for toys for your own kiddos, there's a major toy clearance going on at Walmart right now. I will link um, the freebie guy's post in the show notes for you to go check out. But um, people are reporting... Uh, finding items as low as three, four, five dollars that were thirty, forty, fifty dollars. So Walmart clearance is by store, individual store. So what you find may vary, but it is definitely worth checking out if you want to do some early Christmas shopping or, like I said, pick up some items for resale. A little bit more drama to share with you today over on Instagram. Someone posted that they had custom done a tie-dye shirt for someone, because this is the new trend, tie-dyeing clothes and putting slogans on them or buying thrifted clothes and tie-dyeing them. It's a thing. It's all over. Anyway, this person apparently makes uh, tie-dyed items and she custom makes sayings on them. And she showed one and the person she had made it for wanted it to read, Posh Lives Matter in Poshmark Lives Matter uh, in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, this instantly got a lot of traction on Instagram, people going after this person. Now, I'm not going to link the person's Instagram. They've made their page private because I was going over there to see what was going on too. Don't get me wrong. Um, But they've made their page private and I'm not going to, you know, drive a bunch of people over to see something that's not there. Um, However, uh, this obviously generated a lot, a lot, a lot of discussion, and she was trying to defend herself, but in trying to defend herself, she really just kept digging herself in a hole, and she was going into things like all lives matter, and, you know, there is a thing called white racism and, and all the things. So I just thought that it would be helpful if we just talk for a moment about Black Lives Matter, that saying, that slogan, that movement, and why you don't change that in any way, shape, or form. And the article I'm going to reference so we can make it easy for everyone is actually an article over on parents.com about how to explain the Black Lives Matter movement and why all lives matter or any variation of uh, doesn't work in terms simple enough for a child. So the first one is we never said only Black Lives Matter. And this actually shows a little girl who had posted um, or who was uh, in the protests or uh, I don't know where she was, but she had a sign. A little African-American girl had a sign and it said, we said Black Lives Matter. We never said only Black Lives Matter. We know all lives matter. We just need your help with hashtag Black Lives Matter for Black Lives Are in Danger. Um, another good point they made is a little cartoon of a gingerbread men. It's called A Broken Bone. You have two gingerbread men, one of whom has his leg broken off. That gingerbread says, my leg. His friend says, doe, get help. 
And then the third gingerbread man who's over on the side, whose legs aren't broken, well, says, what about my legs? Don't all legs matter? So yes, of course, all legs matter. But the person with the broken leg, <laughs> that's where we need to be focusing. Um, and another one is a simple breakdown of a video clip from Twitter. And this um, clip says, Black Lives Matter does not mean black people are superior. The content creator who posted this on Twitter said, we're all people, of course, we all matter. But are all races getting routinely killed by the police for no reason other than the fact that they are black? The bottom line, until all lives matter, there's really no truth to the statement, all lives matter. As Aliza Garza, one of the creators of the hashtag Black Lives Matter hashtag movement, put it in a 2014 article for the Feminist Wire, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean your life isn't important. It means that Black lives, which are seen as without value within white supremacy, are important to your liberation. Given the disproportionate impact state violence has on Black lives, we understand that when Black people in this country get free, the benefits will be wide-reaching and transformative society as a whole. When we are able to end the hyper-criminalization and sexualization of Black people and end the poverty, control, and surveillance of Black people, every single person in this world has a better shot at getting and staying free. When Black people get free, everyone is free. So I just wanted to share that because, you know, this gets argued a lot and people, they just can't help themselves. They want to say, all lives matter. And it, of course, all lives matter. Nobody's disputing that all lives matter. But this particular hashtag and movement is about Black lives. So when you are taking Black Lives Matter, taking out the black and inserting anything else, you just can't do that. And you can feel however you want about it. Um, you can believe whatever you want. But just know that if you try to do that in any way, shape, or form, people are going to come after you. You just can't do that. You just can't. So anyway, this person, um, yeah, like I said, she was trying to defend herself, but then just kept digging herself in a hole. But I did want to talk about it and give some of these reasons. Uh, this article will be linked in the show notes if you want to go over there a few other examples they have um, explaining the Black Lives Matter movement and why you don't change it around. So uh, yeah, if you had any thoughts about making merchandise with anything other than Black Lives Matter, just don't do that. Just don't do that. That's my best advice for you um, today. So let's get into the news from the reselling sites themselves. eBay is going to be protecting seller performance during carrier delays. This has been a story that's been going around on social media the last day or so uh, in regards to packages being seriously delayed by the post office. So eBay is addressing this over in the announcements section of the eBay community. The post reads, your seller performance standards will not be negatively impacted due to carrier delays. As we continue to monitor and evaluate the environment we are in, it's important for us to remain flexible as it pertains to protecting our sellers. Following discussions with our shipping characters and feedback from sellers, we are seeing some delays in deliveries. Because the pandemic continues to impact carriers, we are reinstating seller protections specifically related to carrier delays. Number one, we are removing shipping defects due to carrier delays. You will be protected from late shipments. Two, if you provide valid tracking and the shipping character carrier is experiencing delays, we will credit you with an on-time tracking upload so that there is no negative impact on your ability to qualify as a top-rated seller. 
we are reinstating shipping defect protections retroactively beginning on July 1st through August 31st. With our continued commitment to providing the most accurate delivery dates to your buyers, we've extended estimated delivery dates across the U.S. where we have indications that packages may be delivered late. We continue to ask that you meet your handling times, do your part to ship as quickly as possible, work with your buyers when an issue arrives, and keep your inventory up to date. We continue to monitor the shipping landscape landscape daily, and we appreciate your partnership and feedback. So uh, like I said, this has been popping up uh, from a lot of people who are um, seeing that their packages are not <laughs> moving. Uh, specifically, it seems like in Chicago, there are some issues. So just know that eBay will back you up as a seller if there is an issue due to the post office not shipping in time. As always, just remember to ship quickly. Uh, meet your handling times that are in your eBay terms of service. And of course, when you use the shipping through eBay, you will automatically have tracking uploaded both for you and the buyer and eBay can see it. So if there is an issue later on, you have the proof. So there is that first um, issue with eBay. Then also over on eBay Main Street, they have posted uh, the United States Small Online Business Report uh, in specifics to what it says about eBay. So this post reads, this in-depth report provides insights into the trade and growth of eBay-enabled small businesses across the United States at the national and state levels. Using trade data, the report describes how the online platform model for commerce is allowing independent small businesses and entrepreneurs throughout the country to extend their geographic reach and actively engage with global customers. The report also includes an analysis of new enterprise formation on eBay compared to the traditional economy from 2011 to 2017 in metro and rural counties across the country. Key findings include that, one, nearly every eBay-enabled small business in the United States is an exporter and that this rate and average number of markets reached dwarfs that of traditional businesses, and two, the ability for small businesses to reach customers across the globe is fostering much stronger enterprise growth in rural communities among eBay-enabled small businesses than is occurring in the overall real rural economy. In addition, the report includes policy recommendations aimed at driving greater economic growth among small American businesses using the internet to export. Previous eBay research has detailed how, during the last economic recovery, providing everyone with direct access to the global economy resulted in new enterprise formation on eBay that was far more geographically inclusive compared to the brick-and-mortar economy. The findings presented in this report related to trade and growth suggest the global commerce opportunities offered by eBay can once again offer a pathway of economic recovery for American small businesses, regardless of location. So in a nutshell, uh, being able to sell online, whether it's on eBay or anywhere else, is certainly a more profitable <laughs> business model than just trying to exist in brick and mortar, especially in rural and small town areas. So just some update there from eBay, just reinforcing what we've already been talking about here on the show in recent months is that e-commerce uh, growth has taken off. It will continue to grow. It's here to stay. So we are definitely in the right business of uh, reselling and selling online. If you sell on Etsy, you might want to check your account. There's a major glitch going on on Etsy right now. Uh, there's an article over on ecommercebytes.com that summarizes it really well. It says Etsy charges sellers hundreds of dollars for a shipping label. The post reads, talk about the high cost of shipping. Etsy is charging sellers hundreds of dollars for shipping labels that should be less than 5 or $10. 
apparently a glitch that caused the program to move a digit when charging sellers, but unfortunately in the wrong direction. Quote, I just sold several items on Etsy, printed the postage, and they charged my account instead of $3, $300. And they went straight to my credit card and charged it there, a reader told e-commerce Bytes. As you can imagine, I don't want almost $700 charged to my card. There's no phone support currently. All that is available is email. Sellers reported the issue on Etsy's technical issues board, while the EtsyStatus.com homepage shows no report of any shipping label problems, at least at the time that I am recording this podcast. Another person wrote, oh my God, what is going on? I just purchased a label for $9.39, and my finance payment account just charged me $939. Anyone else having this problem? And there is a thread over on Etsy. Uh, about it. Sellers began reporting the problem after 7 p.m. on Monday evening. So uh, yeah, this is obviously a very active thread over on the Etsy forums and uh, Etsy does know about it. They have somehow confirmed, yes, they know about it, but they're not updating the technical uh, status as of yet, again, as I'm recording this show, but hopefully they get that under control. It's too bad that people are getting it actually charged to their credit cards because if that's true and it's already gone to credit cards, Etsy is going to have a heck of a mess to clean up in uh, reversing those transactions. It's one thing to reverse it in their own system if it, you, you just um, let your postage fees pile up and then pay them on a bill, but if they are going to a credit card, Yikes, that's going to be a mess for Etsy, but uh, yeah, you can let me know if this is affecting you at all. In Poshmark news today, the Posh Fixings Poshmark Closet is going to be restocking, or they will have already restocked by the time that this show goes live. Uh, they have a number of their own branded items. They have shipping tape and stickers, tumblers, thank you cards. What else do they have? They have Uh, sweatshirts and hats and bags, all kinds of things that are Poshmark branded and we're going to be doing a restock. So uh, if those are items that interest you, you can head over to the Posh Fixings Poshmark closet and buy them. And also the Posh Party lineup is up for the week. I don't know why they only start promoting this midweek when it starts on Mondays. (laughs) But anyway, the new lineup is up. So after you hear this, if there are any Uh, parties you want to participate in this week. You can go over and check out the rest of the calendar for today, as well as Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are four parties every single day for um, sharing the goods that you have in each selected category. And some general retail news to end today. Uh, Shoppers are still wary of returning to malls, trying on clothes, and traveling. This is according to a story over on CNBC.com. And I'm sharing it with you because as people are afraid to go into stores, that means that they're more comfortable shopping online. And as online sellers, that uh, is a benefit to us. Although nobody wants this coronavirus to be, (laughs) I don't want my business to grow because of a deadly virus. But um, I did want to share these findings uh, so that those of you who are worried about reselling and is it going to be 
uh, sustainable. This article pretty much proves what we've always been saying here on the show in the last months. Yes, it is. Uh, the post reads, as articles take, or, I'm sorry, as retailers take precautions to a new level to try to welcome shoppers safely back to stores, consumers are still wary of returning to brick and mortar retail, a new survey says. 32% of people feel unsafe or very unsafe visiting shopping malls. First insight found in polling more than 1,200 people on July 10th that adds actually an uptick from 29% the last time the firm surveyed consumers on April 30th. So things have opened up, but people are feeling even more safe, more unsafe going out into brick and mortar stores. The worsening sentiment follows a recent surge in coronavirus cases in Arizona, Florida, and Texas. Fortunately, health officials are starting to seem some leveling off in these hard hit states as people take precautions such as wearing facial coverings when they're out and about. According to the survey, 80% of women are uncomfortable trying on makeup and other beauty products in stores. I've always been uncomfortable trying on makeup. You never know who stuck their fingers in those samples. Yeah, that should be 100% all the time. Uh, 68% feel unsafe trying on clothes and dressing rooms, and 61% feel unsafe trying on shoes. Many retailers that rely heavily on their stores for sales are grappling with the new reality of the coronavirus pandemic, the consumer expectations that come with that, and how to make ends meet. The pressures have pushed a number of companies, many of which were already teetering before the COVID-19 crisis hit into bankruptcies. Some 40 retailers, including J. Crew, JCPenney, Neiman Marcus, Brooke Brothers, and Sir La Table have filed for bankruptcy protection so far this year. Retail needs to be aware that while people are shopping and there's definitely pent-up demand, many consumers are still very much afraid to be in-store and try products or use dressing rooms. Still, consumers appear to appreciate the safety measures that many companies are taking to make the shopping experience more secure and sanitized. A number of retailers, including Walmart, Kroger, Kohl's, and JCPenney, have recently started mandating some sort of facial covering be worn in their stores, as not all states have imp uh, imposed their own overreaching rules. 84% of people told First Insight a face mask policy makes them feel safe in stores. I agree with that. I feel a lot safer. Uh, while 71% said they find temperature checks important. I don't really find temperature checks important, honestly, because the way COVID works is you can be completely asymptomatic and spread. So to me, temperature checks is like, well, if you have a temperature, you should be home anyway. But yeah. Anywho. Article goes on to say, according to the survey, consumers are actually feeling more safe visiting grocery stores today versus in April. Only 11% said they felt unsafe visiting a grocer, down from 13%. And consumers also appear to favor shopping at small businesses over sprawling shopping malls. 17% said they felt unsafe shopping at a local retail boutique, down from 21% at the end of April. The fear is still rippling across the travel industry, too, which has its own implications for retail businesses located in airports or centered in densely populated tourist districts. 40% in the poll said they would wait at least a year to travel on a domestic flight. I agree with that. I'm not getting on a plane until there's a vaccine. And I've had the vaccine, and it's like in my system, and I know I'm safe. I'm not getting on a plane. Uh, that's up from 30% in April, and 51% said they're waiting at least 12 months to travel overseas. 55% of people said they are waiting more than a year to go on a cruise ship again. As of this past Friday, 5,439 permanent store closures have been announced by retailers in the U.S. so far this year. The firm is predicting uh, the number could grow to 25,000 by the end of the year, so it could be another 20,000 retail stores closing here in America by the end of the year due to the effects of the coronavirus. And that is a wrap on today's show. If you listened on YouTube, please be sure to give the video a thumbs up and leave a comment. Remember that you can also listen to the podcast via Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and more. Check out the show notes for links to the articles I referenced. 
And if you want to learn how to make money on eBay and YouTube the way I do, check out my books over on Amazon. My Amazon store is also linked. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.